Here we go. Action Sports Jacks Overtime. I'm Casey Kurtz. I've been with you from 3 to 6 with Brent Martineau. Brian Middleton clocking in. What up, Brian? Hey, man. You're putting in work today, aren't you? A lot of talking, man. A lot of talking. I don't know how Brent does it all the time, TV and whatnot. Um, but it's a lot of talking, and we're doing it for 30 more minutes right here on ESPN 690. We call it Overtime. Action Sports Jacks. Overtime. And all of a sudden, there's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on with the Jags and college football and all the things. I know you got something on your mind. We'll get there. Um, just as we uh, wrapped up Action Sports Jacks from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN 690, Brent mentioned Antonio Brown in the news. Are we shocked? Shouldn't be. Because Antonio Brown is being accused of obtaining a fake vaccination card for COVID-19. By the way, we're getting right into it. Okay? No time to waste. Antonio Brown is accused of what I just told you he was accused of, and he's accused of it by his former chef. Come on, man. By his former chef. Come on, man. I mean, what is... Why Why does that, like... Why is that part of the story? Like, if he was accused by, like, I don't know, Bruce Arians, or, like, that's a bad example, or, like, his agent, I'd be like, oh, okay. But not his chef. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. It's A.B. It's probably true then. Um, so I don't... I, that, that's weird in itself. But the uh, the Bucks, obviously AB has been hurt, hasn't played for a bit. But the Bucks released a statement saying, after an extensive educational process conducted throughout our organization this past offseason, highlighting the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccines, we received completed vaccination cards from all Tampa Bay Buccaneers players and submitting the required information to the NFL. All vaccination cards were reviewed by the Buccaneers personnel, and they thought they were good. So what the heck is going on? Is this like a nothing story? Did the Bucks mess this up badly? Is this Aaron Rodgers 2.0? Antonio Brown, what are we doing? Just when we thought we didn't have to worry about Antonio Brown, here he is. The chef is a snitch. Let me tell you something. I'm reading <laughs> more into this story. I mean, he is bringing everybody into it. He's bringing in AB's girlfriend. Oh, my. He's bringing in... Uh, uh, the Buccaneers organization. He brought in Tom Brady's uh, Alex Guerrero, helped them develop the TB12 method. That was a mistake. Uh, I, look, this guy wants his money. Apparently, Antonio Brown owes him $10,000. $10,000. That's four zeros after the one before the decimal. You know what I would do with $10,000? I would pay off student loans, man. I would... <laughs> I would, oh, you, man, you, the top, never mind. But I tell you what, yeah, this guy's a snitch uh, because A.B. isn't honoring his debts. He says he has receipts, too. He has wow. text messages. How bad? That's bad. Like, if this ends up being true, and I, I'm not going to, like, conspiracy. I am conspiracy theory guy, though. I just want to make that perfectly clear. Love a good con conspiracy theory. But I'm not going to say that the Bucks are in on it. But, man. If this ends up to be true, and it all comes out because he didn't pay his, his chef 10 Gs, I don't know if you know this, Antonio Brown is, like, super rich. He's, like, a millionaire. Oh, okay. So... Did he just get there? Has he been a millionaire for a minute? Uh, as long as... It, I mean, as long as I've been an adult, I'm pretty sure. A long time. Yeah, so he could have probably paid off the 10 Gs, I would guess. Um, but this is fascinating. This is fascinating stuff. And the chef, what a snitch. Uh, but look... You got to get your money. A.B.'s net worth. I want you to take a guess. 
Did he sign a big deal with the Steelers? Or no, he signed the big deal with the Raiders, right? But that wouldn't have been guaranteed. Um, I know he has a plane. So that's pretty good. He did uh, a video, a rap video with Rick Ross about a year and a half ago. Okay. Two years ago. So, you know, that yeah. has to account for 100. So he's probably part owner of the thigh stop, right? Yeah, the thigh stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know about thigh yeah. stop? Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say AB's net worth is... $32 million. Oh, okay. Give him more credit than he deserves. Apparently, it's uh, estimated at $20 million. It's That's a couple it? Of different websites. Well, you know, he may not be that smart with his investments. I'm not saying how much he's earned over a career, but how much his net worth right now uh, mm -hmm. estimates to be with houses, cars, possessions, money in the bank, things he can actually put his hands on, assets, the way uh, that goes. In uh, his contract, apparently, uh, let's see, one year... Six point two five million. This well, one year contract that he that yeah. he signed. He has ten thousand dollars. That's what I'm trying to say, Casey. Yeah, no, he definitely has ten thousand dollars. And if you knew that you kind of had this thing, I'll call it a thing, hanging over your head, that would get you in like serious trouble for submitting something that's incorrect, because that's that's a big deal. Um, just pay the dude. Like I don't care if his food wasn't good or what. You got to pay the man his ten G's if he knows. Now, granted. Did A.B. know that he knows? I don't know who know what. Okay, I have no idea. And I'm very fascinated to know if the Bucks knew. Because, the, like it or not, the Packers knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated, and they let him do whatever it was he was doing without a mask. He was doing all these interviews. He didn't need no mask. Packers didn't think anything wrong of it. I have not watched all of Antonio Brown's post-game press conferences, mostly because he hasn't played football in a bit. He's been injured to no fault of his own. But... And we can go back and look, and if he's not wearing a mask and the vaccine card is fake, first of all, that's a different problem. He's done if the vaccine card is fake. But if he duped the Bucks, that's impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. If he duped the Bucks and they think his vaccine card is real and it's not, that's impressive. Well, now, they needed all of the players to have a vaccination card because... Because why? You you don't have to be vaccinated to play, right? You just have a different set of rules if you're not vaccinated, right? Yeah, correct. But the Bucks were one of the first teams that really bragged about being 100% vaccinated. So uh, you you absolutely do not have to be required to have one. But the Bucks were a team that early on, like in training camp, everyone was vaccinated. And you're, you're allowed to not be. What you're not allowed to do is fake it. And... You know, you've seen some of these stories on Action News Jacks, uh, CBS 47 and Fox 30, of people with fake vaccination cards, and there's, like, serious punishment. A.B. probably won't get this punishment because he's A.B. But, you know, sometimes you look at the news cycle, and you're like, dang, A.B. hasn't frostbited his feet in a minute, and all of a sudden he's back in. I, I, I just, here's the deal. People don't like Aaron Rodgers. No, they don't. Like, people don't like Aaron Rodgers, but people really don't like Antonio Brown. Now, I That's think he point. probably redeemed himself a little bit coming back. Uh, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks taking a chance on him and then helping the team win a Super Bowl. Because he, he did play a role in that Super Bowl run last year. But people, it, as much as they did not like Aaron Rodgers, increased that 15-fold. And granted, A.B. brought a lot of this onto himself. He just did. And for whatever reason, people can say ego. People can say maybe there was something else going on that he hadn't really got situated mentally or emotionally. 
but he brought a lot of the hate on himself. My point is, if Aaron Rodgers got all of this, uh, you know, pushback from his situation, how much more, even though Antonio Brown has kind of been out of sight, out of mind, how much more will he get more than Aaron Rodgers as far as pushback and hate and you're a liar and he should be suspended and all of this that could potentially be coming his way. Yeah, he'll get a lot more than Aaron Rodgers, I think. Um, and that's a very good point. More stuff is continuing to come out from Adam Schefter of ESPN. Um, there's now a story on ESPN.com. You can read if you so choose. And it's pretty much what we've just told you, but there are some other highlights. NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy told the Times, which is the Tampa Bay Times, shout out to them, that any attempt to use a fake vaccine card could be disciplined under the league's personal conduct policy. Brown also could face legal issues if he used a fake card. Brown missed the Buccaneers' Week 3 loss to the Rams after testing positive for COVID-19 four days before the game. He was activated the following week, but has since missed the past three games with an ankle injury. And as you mentioned earlier, this all comes from the chef, otherwise known as Steven Ruiz. And he has gone so much to say, first of all, card only cost him 500 bucks. The fake vaccine card, according to this article. Uh, huh. Okay. I mean, that's you see, say only, but $500. No, it seems like it would have been more expensive, though. Yeah. Like, if you're doing it for AB. So, what this boils down to is, um, this is not going to be a good look, especially if he is found guilty of doing this. Um, the Bucks are going to have some questions to answer. And it's a good point. He should... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What you got? Wow. I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't familiar with uh, Antonio Brown's uh, girlfriend. So I just clicked on that link and that. Okay. Wow. Former D1 athlete. Track athlete. So, yeah, man. Wow. That being said, what you were saying, AB, this could be really bad for you. I just saw another article. I don't know if we can name another uh, another source out here. It's named TMZ. It's played on CBS. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Antonio Brown is saying that it's complete BS, that he did not fake his card at all. And so that came in a little bit earlier today as well. So we'll just have to see. Sorry, I was getting indications that something was wrong with the stream. Looks like we're all good. I don't know what's going on with that. But all good. Yeah, uh, this is interesting. I'll tell you that. And at this point, we don't really know much other than what was said. And A.B. obviously, of course, denies it. Uh, we're going to have to let this play out, but this is a, a story to follow, especially if the discipline for A.B. does not follow what it was for Aaron Rodgers. But we'll see. Uh, at the end of the day, something is going to happen. So that's how you get through a uh, first segment. Well, breaking news, sort of, kind of, breaking news. Uh, we got more to do. Brian's got something on his mind that he wants to get off. Um, we're hoping to uh, be able to give you a live update on Major League Baseball's MVP awards that are being handed out tonight in the American League and the National League. We'll hope for live for that. We'll have to find out if the timing lines up. And we got more to do. We got a weekend to preview. We've also got Thursday night football right here on ESPN 690, Fox 30 as well. And don't be afraid. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Do it at 7. I'm telling you what to do. Fox 30, Jaguars All Access. 
with my guy Brett Martineau. They're going to do that at 7. We're going to come back on the other side of this break. we got a lot to talk about. Stay with us on ESPN 690. Sports Jacks. We call it OT. Overtime. ESPN 690. The home for that. The home for Action Sports Jacks as well. The home for so many things. And guess what? I'm going to tell you what they are. The Florida State Seminoles. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Westwood One's coverage of Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night football. Major League Baseball playoffs. They were here as well. So... As far as I understand it, this there's a lot going on on ESPN 690, so we think you should just stay locked all the time. There's no real other reason to not be on ESPN 690 that comes to my mind, unless you happen to be watching Action Sports Jacks on TV, of course. A uh, lot of shows, including one coming up at 7. Jaguars All-Access, Brent Martineau will be at String Sports Brewery. He was there all day today from 3 to 6 for Action Sports Jacks, the flagship show of ESPN 690, the thing that keeps everybody working. Brent was there. Our guy, Austin Lane, he's out right now. He is preparing for a fight in the MMA that he's going to... I'm going to just tell you right now, he's going to get it done. I'm All saying, right. why do they keep stepping in the ring of this man? I don't know. I mean, it, it's not it's even really fair. It's it's not. It's a bad business decision for whoever gets in the ring with him, or the ring, in the cage with him. And uh, they're going to find that out again on Sunday in Houston. Uh, that, that'll be on UFC Fight Pass, by the way. Huge fight for Austin in his career, so we're going to be supporting. We hope you do, too, and we appreciate you listening to us, by the way, right here on ESPN 690. We call it overtime, and um, we got Thursday night football coming up. We're waiting to see if we can figure out who the MVPs are going to be in Major League Baseball, but Antonio Brown, obviously a big story right now, uh, apparently has a fake vaccination card. He's been accused of it. Uh, has not been found guilty, if you will. Uh, so we're going to have to let that story play out. We'll definitely talk about it tomorrow from 3 to 6. But like I said, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday Night Football, all right here on ESPN 690, Monday Night Football. Um, Brian's got something on his mind about Monday Night Football. And I'm excited for it because if you followed the show from 3 to 6, you would know that on Monday I watched Dancing with the Stars. So I didn't watch football on Monday night. So I really, on my fantasy, it was either I was winning by a ton or losing by a ton. There was no point to watch. Um, so I was out of it. I was watching JoJo Siwa and the squad on Dancing with the Stars. So I'm very interested to see what Brian has to say. So, Brian, without any further ado, please tell me what's on your mind. Yeah, man. First of all, Adele on Sunday night and then Dancing with wow. the Stars on Monday night, right? Yeah, let me tell you something. I like your lineup, man. Let uh, me tell you, you something. Live your truth. I have king. to. Live your truth, king. Adele is so good. <laughs> So good. Anyway, you were saying? Yeah, uh, listen, uh, I know this is about Monday Night Football. I wish it was a bit more timely, but the way our show is set up right now, Casey, you know, I got to get it in when I can. So uh, uh, can you please have the L.A. Rams defense please come to the, the front of the class, please? Thank y'all. Make some room, 53 of them at least. Got to come up to the front and thank y'all. Okay, here's the deal. I'm having a horrendous go at it in fantasy football this season. You are. Uh, going into week 10, I had a 3-6 and six record and was facing one of the top teams in the league. But going into Monday Night Football, I actually had a lead and one more play. The Rams defense. My opponent, That's right. like I said, is, is ranked near the top of the league, had one more play too. Hey, your yeah. opponent, by the way, was... We can't say his fantasy name, but it was that person, right? Oh, man, yeah. He's wilding. That's he, he is tripping. 
Yeah, that one, that one right there. That's my guy, Jared Pinto. What up? Yeah, Jared. Uh, creative name, but boy. Whew. Anyway, he had one more play. A wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Yeah. South Carolina's finest, and apparently the Rams kryptonite. Now, I don't understand what's going on. We all know the Rams lost the game 31-10, to 10, uh, and it really wasn't that close because I did watch a lot of the game. I did But this vaunted Rams defense was straight boo-boo. They let Jimmy <laughs> G pick them apart 15-19 to 19 for like 190 yards. He even hit a couple of TDs. Then they let Jerry Rice, I mean uh, Debo Samuel, just have go. a field day. He was averaging nearly 20 yards a catch, Casey. 20 yards a catch. He caught a touchdown. And if that wasn't enough, he was all up in the backfield scoring a touchdown, too. The Rams defense couldn't stop nothing. Not Aaron Donald, not Jalen Ramsey, not the player formerly known as Von Miller. Debo Samuel was putting up Cooper Cup fantasy-level points in that game. He had like 30.3 points. Cooper Cup wasn't putting up Cooper Cup numbers in that game. Rams defense, I need y'all to listen up to me right now, okay? Y'all listening? Open up your ears. My cousin always tells me that his side chick doesn't need a watch, nor will he ever buy her one. And you want to know why? You want to know why, Casey? Yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. Yeah. He says it's because there's a clock on the stove. Now, as sexist as that statement is, and it is, his overall point is that if his mistress wants to know what time it is, she can find out as she prepares dinner. She's resourceful. You get what I'm saying? I do. So, Rams defense, that's my plea to you. Be like my cousin Sneaky Link. Be resourceful. Okay? Double Debo next time you see him. Triple team him if you have to. I don't care if it's on the field, in the locker room, walking out of Popeyes. I don't care. Just stop making him look like Jerry Rice's illegitimate son. I met Jerry Rice's son when I was in Arizona. He was playing a high school ball there. Okay, yeah. I mean, listen, Debo, he's good, but y'all just made him look like next level. Needless to say, I didn't win last week's matchup, and I'm now 3-7 on the season, and I may burn down this whole league. Yeah, I need you to because I need Kyler Murray from your team, and I'm going to make it fair. But, yeah, 3-7 and is not going to do it in the division where uh, I'm 7-3, and three, and uh, my guy Jared Pinto, also 7-3. and three. So that's what was on your mind, and um, that was interesting. I never know where you're going to go, but it always makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um I have more breaking news. Wow, okay. I feel like I need a breaker or something to play, a sound effect. Yeah, I know. All right, we, go ahead. We don't usually do a lot of breaking news from three to, like, stuff doesn't break from three to six, or, like, I'm not paying attention. One of the two. And then somebody else tells me, like, hey, this happened. Why weren't you paying attention? I'm like, I don't know. Fair. I was, you know, on my phone, not paying attention, watching Dancing with the Stars replays. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we know who the National League MVP is. Wait, before you start. Okay. What takes so long? With baseball. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know why. Like, the way that the voting is done, like, writers vote and whatnot, so, like, it takes time to, like, count them, but, like, it shouldn't take this long. Okay. Because nobody even really remembers anymore. Like, this won't, I mean, I don't even know. Okay, SportsCenter did tweet it, but, like, nobody's even worried about baseball right now. There's literally thir- There's literally football on tonight, and that, that takes the cake over the best player in baseball according to the writers in the American League and National League. So we know who the National League MVP is, and we know it officially. And that would be one 29-year-old from Las Vegas, Nevada. If you're a baseball fan, you already know who it is. But if you're not, I'm going to keep you guessing. That would be the rookie of the year. That, a former rookie of the year, I should say. That would be a six-time All-Star. That would be a two-time Silver Slugger winner. Any guesses? Brian, you don't have to guess, but I'm just talking to the people that can't answer me. 
That would be the guy who on June, or I'm sorry, wrong mistake, on March 2nd of 2019 became incredibly rich. And that is Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is your 2021, right? 2021? Yeah. Yeah. 2021 National League MVP. And man, has Bryce Harper been through some things. He goes to Philly and signs a huge deal. And in his first season, it's 35 home runs, drives in 114. And only hits 260. And all of a sudden, here we go. He wasn't worth the money. This and that. Okay. Whatever. You go to the COVID-shortened season, and he wasn't he wasn't very good. 13 and 33 in only 58 games is not great. Uh, he did walk a lot, which is promising. He only hit 268, but it was getting better. This year, things changed for Bryce Harper. He still hit 35 home runs. He only drove in 84 runs, but that was because of lineup position and whatnot. He hit 308. He slugged 615. His OPS was 1.044, which is very good if you don't know. OPS plus 179, 300 total bases. Dude was really, really good all season long for a Philly team that just did not, they couldn't get it done when they had to. Had a war, by the way, 5.9. So Bryce Harper is your National League MVP for the season, and I have no arguments with it. I usually do. I don't. And there's no real reason to, like, sit around and wait for the uh, AL MVP announcement because it's going to be Shohei Otani, hmm. and we know that information. Okay, you got inside information. You no. talk to some of the writers or the voters or something like that? Um, no, it's just obvious. Okay. Yeah. So that'll get done. Bryce Harper, congratulations for being the MVP. Uh, Phillies fans, calm, or uh, non-Phillies fans, I should say, calm down. Guy is doing okay. So what I find it interesting before we hit this break is that it sounds like the Phillies didn't have the best year, according to what you just said from your statement. Um, yeah, they could have. They could have. They tried. They tried. They make moves at the deadline. They couldn't get it done. Uh -huh. And the Braves won a division with the least amount of wins in the playoffs and obviously won the World Series. Uh, we're coming back on the other side of this break. That's a question. We are. Okay. I want you to think about this. Uh, so when you talk about certain sports, when you're talking about the MVP, things like the NBA, um, NFL, Heisman, usually got to have a team that's really, really good. Right? Maybe not the champion. Usually in the championship game or right around that, that realm. Mm -hmm. Again, it sounds like, you know, the Phillies, they tried. They tried hard. They're getting paid to try. But uh, they, they still had the MVP on their, uh, on their squad. Yep. So is that just a difference in baseball? And if so, why? I want to hear that answer on the other side of this break, Casey. I can do that for you. And I can also tell you on the other side of the break, what happened to the UNF volleyball squad those girls are so good and it was scary early on with Lipscomb in the quarterfinal of the A-Sun Championship we'll tell you about that as well as I'll answer Brian's question I promise on the other side Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 we'll be right back Sports Jacks overtime right here on ESPN 690. We're almost out of here. We got a couple more things we got to hit on. I'm going to answer Brian's question as well. However, going to start right here. UNF volleyball, the Ospreys. 
Yeah. Okay, listen. They get it done today in the quarterfinal of the A-Sun Championship. It was dicey now. They lost that first set. 25-16 to 16 did not look good. I'm not a volleyball connoisseur. I was a problem, though. I was a problem. You get me on the volleyball court, it's a problem, okay? Knock it off, Casey. No, I tell you right now, it's a Stop problem. Stop lying to people, man. I tell you right now, it was a problem. Uh, it, 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 it was not good in the first set. Hard-fought second set, they win it. Hard-fought third set, they win it. They say, you know what? We're sick of this hard-fought stuff. Let's just win the... They kill them in the fourth set. They win 3-1. to one. Lipscomb, goodbye, UNF on to the semifinals in volleyball. And good? you know, Casey. Yeah. Because um, you were talking off of the break how good the team has been, um, well, recently. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't always been like that. And, you know, reading the release from yesterday where they announced some of the first-team All-A-Sun players. They yeah. two from the uh, from the Ospreys, and then one of the uh, players made the freshman team. I think her name was like Annie Antar or something like that. Uh, yeah, Annie Antar. And then they also had the two-time A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know what's going on with UNF having the Defensive Player of the Years, but as far as uh, the player off of the basketball team for the women's squad, yeah. she won mm-hmm. uh, last year, and she's coming in as the preseason Defensive Player of the Year, and now you have... Uh, the first Osprey to win the A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year honors um, for two straight years. It's Rosia Morrow. I believe I said her name right. Mm-hmm. I apologize if I did not. But, yeah, I'm with you all the way, man. Good job. Congratulations, ladies. And they got, they got more games to win, but it's always good to get out of the first round because teams with expectations, which, by the way, in the volleyball world, they did. UNF is very good. Um, tough, it's tough to win that first-round matchup sometime. They felt that in the second set, but they get it done overall. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Checks Overtime right here on ESPN 690. I'm going to answer your question, and it was a good one, and it more or less if you weren't here on the front side of this break, was why can the right fielder for the Phillies, a team that didn't make the playoffs, win the most valuable player in the league, but in the NBA you pretty much need to be LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, did I say his name right, by the way? It's the first time I've said it. I committed, like, as I... Some people put the accent in different places. I've heard Giannis say it, and I'm like, I can never say it the way he says it. So, sure, they know who you're talking about. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I wasn't... I was just going to say Giannis, because everyone knew I was talking about. I was like, look. Commit. My parents raised me to be fearless. Hey, that's respectful, too. Say my first and last name. I'm an MVP. Exactly. So I went for it. Um, You could have said Steph Curry just made it easy on yourself, though. Oh, nah, it's okay. Um, No, Steph Curry's fine. Um, But here's here's the answer to your question. And in, in football, the same thing. Obviously, the quarterback is usually the MVP. Um, here's why Bryce Harper can win the MVP and not make the playoffs. Because there's nine guys on the field, and in basketball, there's five guys on the court. So, and the way that baseball works, you hit three times a night, you play the field. No one cares about the fielding, let's be honest. Um, but you only hit three times a night, four times sometimes. And... You only really have four chances to score a run. How many times is Giannis or Steph or LeBron or anybody in the NBA, how many times are they going to touch the ball at night if they're an MVP candidate? Heck, Julius Randle's not an MVP candidate. He touches the ball every single play for the Knicks. So when you have those opportunities like you do in the NBA, or if you're the quarterback, you're going to throw it 400 times in a season, you have the incredible amount of of opportunities to make plays and give yourself 
and give yourself and your team a chance to win because you can immediately impact that. In baseball, it's a little different because you, one person, it's been proven a thousand times, one person cannot make a playoff, make a team a playoff team in baseball. The right acquisition can in the offseason, but Bryce Harper cannot make the other guys in the Phillies lineup hit the baseball. They can, he can have them get better pitches if you're hitting in front or behind him, but he can't go to JT Real Muto, who is a great player. He can't go to anybody else on the Phillies, Reese Hoskins. I, I can't even think of their infielders right now for some reason. But he, could, he can't make them be able to hit the baseball better. Giannis, or a basketball player if you're LeBron, you almost can because the attention that LeBron draws, somebody's open. Anthony Davis is open. Giannis is just a freak, and he just barrels through people, but... If he barrels through people and he sees somebody open in the corner, you're going to hit it. You're giving him a wide-open shot. So I just think in those sports, same in hockey. I know you didn't ask, but it's the same thing. Five on the on the ice at hockey at time, and you can do some incredible things to impact the game immediately in that sport. In baseball, you need help. It's just That's just how it is. So that's how I would answer your question. I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but that's how I would answer it. I mean, sure, you have more insight than me. All I know is, if I remember correctly, uh, just being a casual observer of the MLB, Bryce Harper, uh, you know, he might put up the stats and have the numbers, but has he won anywhere? This is the same Bryce Harper that the that left the Nationals and then yeah. the Nationals won, won it all. Yes. Like, as soon as he left. Right? Uh, yes, that is correct. I'm just, I guess I'm just confused on that angle, even though you've cleared it up. Like, he only can do so much. One player can only do so much in baseball as opposed to basketball. I, I guess football would be a little bit more uh, better kind of correlation, even though as a quarterback you probably have the ball in your hand way more than uh, any one player other than a pitcher yeah. in baseball. So, Yeah, no. Um, yeah, th- but this is the same Bryce Harper. Has he ever won big? No, he has not. Um but this is a second MVP, so it kind of depends on how you look at it. And Can he be the best player on a championship team? Well, it's a great question. I think he proved that he couldn't because he was the best player on the Washington Nationals. He left. They got, from a talent perspective, they got worse. And they won immediately. They won immediately. And, Man. look, Bryce Harper is a polarizing figure in baseball. I mean, he is as close in baseball, if anybody tells you this answer is Mike Trout, they're lying to you. Bryce Harper is as close to anyone in baseball as LeBron James. As when, okay, here's how I'm going to put it to you. Remember the Zion hype? Right. Since high school. Okay. That was Bryce Harper. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in high school. Wow. Okay. So living up to what he's had to live up to is nearly impossible. And him, just as a person and as a figure, it, it, he's different. It's just a different breed. I hate to say it that way, but it's just a different... He's different. That's all it is. So to deal with everything he's had to deal with um, in his career, and he, he gets compensated well, so that's part of it. But it, I, I don't know if he's the best player on a championship-winning team. He proved that he wasn't, but now he's trying to prove that he is with the Phillies. The Phillies have some good pieces, but he is as close to a LeBron James, Zion Williamson, 
there's not really an equation in football, somebody that you knew was going to be good since they were like 10 years old. That's Bryce Harper, and he's had to live with that his entire life. Mike Trout was not like that. Mike Trout got called up, and some people may forget he struggled a lot and then won the Rookie of the Year the next year because he didn't have enough at-bats, and he wouldn't have won it the first year because he was not any good. Bryce Harper, though, is the National League MVP. We haven't heard from the American League yet, but that's all right, but we're out of time either way. So we're guessing it's Shohei Otani, but we'll have to find out tomorrow from 3 to 6 on Action Sports. Jack's on ESPN 690. Brett Martin will be at Extreme Wings. I'll be here. We'll be chatting. We'll be making picks. We'll be doing the things. Brett right now is about to do a TV show in 20 minutes. You can find that on Fox 30, Jaguars All Access. He'll be doing that from 7 to 7.30. And then right here, as well as Fox 30 at 8 o'clock, we'll start coverage for Thursday Night Football. That'll be Mac Jones and the Patriots against the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's a high-scoring game, as I mentioned, from 3 to 6. I think the Patriots win. I think they cover the spread. Brian Middleton, who's winning the game? Patriots all the way. They cover in the spread. That means are they winning by 7? They're winning by 14. So, yeah, they're covering the spread. You heard it here first. Uh, we're done on overtime. We'll be back with you on Monday. I'll have something on my mind guaranteed. We'll be talking about a Jags. Win or loss, Brian Middleton? Uh, it depends. It's Debo Samuels. I see that he's uh, he may he's he going to be there. He may not. So he, he should play. Okay, yeah, it's, it's going to be a loss. It's going to be a good game, though. It's going to be close. And then at the end, in the press conference, we're going to hear that, hey, man, we just were close. We're getting there. But it'll be another loss. It'll we be are. loss number eight for the Jags. All right, you heard it from him. I won't give you what I think, but uh, you can hear that tomorrow from 3 to 6 as we pick the game. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... An FSU win over Boston College. We're going to talk about a Florida Gators loss to Missouri. We're going to talk about all kinds of things that happen over the weekend. We'll do that Monday at 6 o'clock. Join us tomorrow. Join us Monday. Join us on TV. We're everywhere. Fox 30, CBS 47, ESPN 690. Appreciate you. Have a great night.